Babel, The Gate of the God by Gordon Bottomley Read for LibriVox.org by Algie Pug Lost towers impend, copeless primeval props of the new threatening sky, and first rude digits of awe, remonstrance, and uneasy power, thrust out by man, when speech sank back in his throat. Then had the last rocks ended bubbling up, and rhythms of change within the heart begun, by a blind need that would make springs and winters. Pylons and monoliths went on by ages. Mycenae and great Zimbabwe came about. Cowed hearts in this conceived a pyramid that leaned to hold itself upright, a thing foredoomed to limits, death, and an easy apex. Then postulants for the star's previous wisdom, standing on Carthage, must get nearer still, while in Chaldea, an altitude of God being mooted, and a Saurian unearthed upon a mountain, stirring a surmise of floods and alterations of the sea, a round-walled tower must rise upon Senar Temple and escape to God the ascertained. These are decayed like time's teeth in his mouth, black cavities and gaps. Yet earth is darkened by their deep-sunken and unfounded shadows, and memories of man's earliest theme of towers. Space, the old source of time, should be undone, eternity defined, by men who trusted another tier would equal them with God, a city of grimed brick kilns, squat truncations, hunched like spread toads, yet high beneath their circles of low-packed smoke, assemblages of thunder, that glowed upon their undersides by night, and lit like storm small shadowless workmen's toil. Meaningless stumps, upturned bare roots, remained in fields of mashy mud and trampled leaves. While, if a horse died hauling, plasterers knelt on a flank to clip its sweaty coat, a builder leans across the last wide courses. His unadjustable, unreaching eyes fail under him before his glances sink on the cloud's upper layers of sooty curls, where some long lightning goes like swallows downward. But at the wider gallery next below, recognize master masons with pricked parchments. That builder, then, as one who condescends unto the sea, and all that is beneath him, his hairy breast on the wet mortar calls, How many fathoms is it yet to heaven? On the next eminence, the orgulous king, Nimrod, stands up, conceiving he shall live to conquer God, now that he knows where God is. His eager hands push up the tower in thought. Again, his shaggy inhuman height strides down among the carpenters, because he has seen one shape an eagle woman on a doorpost. He drives his spear beam through him for wasted day. Little men hurrying, running here and there, within the dark and stifling walls, descent from every sound, and shoulder empty hods. The God's great altar should stand in the crypt among our earth's foundations. The God's great altar must be the last far coping of our work. It should inaugurate the broad main stair. Or end it. It must stand toward the east. But here a grave contemptuous youth cries out, Womanish babblers, 
How can we build God's altar ere we divine its foreordained true shape? Then one, it is a pedestal for deeds. Tis more, and should be hewn like the king's brow. It has the nature of a woman's bosom. The tortoise, first created, signifies it. A blind and rudimentary navel shows the source of worship better than horned moons. Then a lean giant. Is not a calyx needful? Because round grapes on statues well expressed become the nadir of incense, nodal lamps. Yet apes have hands, said but, and carved red crystal. Birds molten, touchy talc veins, bronze buds crumble. Ablid ubli gants ist rad eiger gaul. Words said too often seemed such ancient sounds that men forget them or were lost in them. The guttural, glottis chasms of language reached a rhythm, a gasp, were curves of immortal thought. Man, with his bricks, was building, building yet, where dawn and midnight mingled and woke no birds. In the last courses, building past his knowledge, a wall that swung, for towers can have no tops, no cord can meet the universal segment. Earth has not basis. Yet the yielding sky, invincible vacancy was there discovered, though piled-up bricks should pulp the sappy bulks, weight generate a secrecy of heat, cankerous charring, crevices fronds of flame. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.